Hi, welcome back to Life Well Plan, featuring the 8020-365 success system, featuring Adam Vincent Gilmer. I'm Gene Valaitis, your host, and uh, Adam is joining us. Here's episode number two. Uh, episode number one was an introduction to Adam Vincent Gilmer. We found out what he's all about, and uh, we talked a little bit about philosophy. And now we're going to be getting into the lessons. I highly recommend that you go to Adam's site. It's uh, 8020365.com, and download and purchase your daily planner it's a whole one dollar a day which is a lot less expensive than a coffee at starbucks or mcdonald's or wherever you get your coffees these days and it's um it's going to give your life direction as we go through this program and it's something you really need i've had my planner for years and years and years and i plan all the time i work out in the morning because as adam you're going to find this out he wants you to treat your body horse as if it's a million dollar race horse that's how you should be treating your body we'll get into that as well and one of the things that i've been writing down in my planner for this year is that adam and i are going to teach the system that he devised and we're going to help people around the world so that's part of my purpose which is going to be lesson three as well i don't want to get ahead of myself so today we're going to be talking about the wheel of life and if you have your daily planner in front of you take a look at it uh for those who don't have it adam uh what is the wheel of life i i, I know a lot of well in fact i know not just a lot of time people are always talking about how do i bring balance into my life but the problem is nobody tells you the areas that you have to balance the wheel of life does that i'm not going to steal your thunder so let's talk a little bit about the wheel of life and what those six areas are all right well when you when you purchase a planner in the united states it arrives in this little box okay um life well planned and there's there's six areas of life and we're going to cover those six areas of life because what we've done at our workshops and there's four planners in here four 90-day planners uh so for a full year so one quarter at a time, January, February, March, April, May, June, so on and so forth through December. <clears throat> one of the things we did in our workshops around the world is we asked people to give us all the things that they want to accomplish or areas of their life they think we should accomplish. And then what we do is we spend time breaking it down into different areas. So we can take, you know, 30, 40 things that people want to get done and condense it all down into just a certain number of pillars. And really and truly there are six pillars in life and then the operation is the 80 20 principle so there's six pillars that we want to balance every single day and that lead you to great success in life lead your life in an incredible direction and uh, allow you to end up at your dream or living your dream life uh, and then the other thing is making sure that we break it down to the 80 20 principle so the first area of life and i think is important is spirituality now I've traveled around the world. Uh, my, my teams and organizations globally are made up of every single conceivable religion that there is out there. Um, so I have my beliefs on what I believe in uh, when I pass and I die. But what I don't do is I don't force that on somebody else because somebody has to go on a journey to find out what their spirituality happens to be. And in, in, in some cases, some people are not spiritual. Uh, some people don't believe. And, and that's also their beliefs. And, and I'm, re I'm respectful to the point of understanding that that's a person's individual right and belief. So, but, but here's my question to everybody. And that is, if you could be more spiritual, if you could be more esoteric, if you could have a much deeper belief system, uh, let's put that into your life. And, and a lot of people, Gene, when they start a business, they're not thinking about this. They're not thinking about spirituality and you know, other things. They're thinking about finances, 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 money. And on our, on, in our system, uh, the 8020 system, money is the last thing on the list. 
Because <clears throat> as you work on yourself and you become a better individual, so we, we do being, spirituality, connection to a higher source, uh, you know, and, and what would your goals look like for that, okay? Uh, and, you know, and, and goals can be different, as I said, for all the different uh, uh, belief systems that people have out there. And what would bring you closer to making you believe that you're a better spiritual and more spiritual person? We set up goals for those areas of life. That's the first area. Second area is um, the brain. And all of us, fortunately, have a brain uh, that is working. You're listening. You're watching. You're, you're coherent. You're, you're, you're in tune with what we're saying. But this specialized knowledge of all the schools on the planet would just focus on what's absolutely crucial for you to succeed. Sure. It would be very, very different. But what happens, Gene, is a lot of stuff is filler. Okay. So being brain is a secondary brain. Body, you talked about the million dollar racehorse uh, a moment ago. Um, and I, this is the example that we give. Uh, if you were, if we invested in a million dollar racehorse, uh, how would we look after that horse? You know, we wouldn't keep it up all night, make it smoke, drink, do drugs, and they'd expect it to run the winning derby the next day and to place it in, in, in one, two, or three and actually, you know, drive a revenue. So I ask people to treat themselves like an animal. I know that sounds kind of crazy crude right now, but as you get to know me better, it's not crude. Uh, there's people that treat their dogs and cats way better than they treat themselves. Um, yeah. You know, so body. Then this time, all of us have the same amount of time on this planet. Every man, woman, and child, uh, every living thing has, you know, 24 hours a day, 1,440 minutes, um, 86,400 seconds. Uh, and this is what happens every single day. So what can we, how can we plan and organize that time to help us achieve what we really, really want, living life in balance, being brain, body, time. Next one is people. You and I, Gene, had a relationship for a long time. Uh, some of the people watching, you don't have a relationship with me yet. But uh, what, who, who can you get around? Which people can you be around? Like if you, you know, one of my other mentors said, if you uh, hang around, if you count the people you hang around the most on one hand, and then you divide your income by five, it'll tell you how much money uh, you have in your bank account. Wow, hang on, hang on, hang on. Say that one again, because you know what? I've been around this work for a long, long time, and I just had what we like to call an aha moment. Repeat that one again. That's significant. Right. So if you, if you take a look at who you're hanging around the most, you know, in some instances, it might be mom and dad, brothers, siblings, what have you, right? Because that's where you are right now. But if you take a look at your professional career and say who you hang around the most, you take the top five people, top five incomes of those five people that you hang around the most, and then you divide it by five, their incomes by five, that pretty much tells you what your income is going to be. Wow, powerful. So I get around very, very high net worth individuals most of my day, most of my time. And I spend a lot of time with those people. I bring everybody time people. The other thing about the people tab is, and this is the hard part, Gene, and you know, we'll get into this now in lesson number two. There are some people in your life that love you very much, but they don't want you, to, they don't want to see you getting hurt. Okay, so they don't want you starting a business or doing something that is contrary to their belief system. And in a nice way, you're going to have to find the courage, deal with your fear thing first and actually tell that person, listen, I love you. I know you love me. I can tell you care about me, but I have to go down this road because I believe I'm being called in this direction. And, and I want your love and I want your support so I can go and do this. And that's a very, very hard thing for people to do. But um, what you find is when you have a direct conversation, um, communication with the people that you love and care about and they love and care about you, 
<clears throat> you can put boundaries on what you can and can't do in your in your relationships. And this is very, very important for success because a lot of people won't do this. You know, they're living underneath maybe mommy and daddy's roof and they're starting a business, but mom and dad wants you to go get a job and you really want to do this, or you want to be an artist, or you want to, you know, do what your life is calling you to do. You need to have a direct communication with those people. Right. You know, the interesting thing about that is in and and again throughout the uh, the podcasts and the videos, you'll hear Adam and I talking about conversations we've had in the past. You know, you and I have talked about this, that when you decide to hang out with successful people because success leaves clues and you start to do things differently in your life, especially when you have purpose and you have a goal and you're using your daily planner, a lot of people in your life will say, well, Gene and Adam, you know, they're really changing. But in fact, what's happening is Gene and Adam are growing and the people who are used to you, you're taking them out of their comfort zone. So they're, feeing, they'll, they're feeling uncomfortable, which is why we call it the comfort zone, that the other person is growing. And what generally happens is those people who don't like the fact that you're growing and changing in a positive way, sometimes they become what we like to call the dream pirates. And they're going to say, oh, you shouldn't hang out with them. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be doing that work. You shouldn't be joining that company. When in fact, what they're doing is they're not giving you advice. They're holding you back from your dream. They're the dream pirate and they're not allowing you to grow and have a better life. A thousand percent accurate. I can't say it any better. And by the way, I've had these people, had past tense, those kinds of people in my life. But I decided that I would have a clear, direct, not yelling and screaming, but a really good way to communicate to that person. And it might be, you know, I remember sitting down with my mother at Starbucks, okay, and having a direct dialogue and communication with her so that I can still love her and care about her. But at the same time, there's a respect level of, you know, Hey mom, this is what I want to do with my life. Same thing with my father. <clears throat> I've had the same, I've had similar conversations with my wife and vice versa, my wife with me. These are the things that are going to move your relationship uh, in amazing places because there's an understanding, there's a meeting of the minds where things come together <clears throat> and things happen. And like you said, you know, and I, I'm not saying that my mother was a dream pirate, but I'm saying that my mother loved me enough and cared about me like my father did. <clears throat> you know, my, my dad didn't want me doing what I'm doing now in business. Okay. But you guys, you know, but you should see how he talks about me today. <laughs> yeah. He's Adam, don't do that. And now it's, can I have a drive in your brand new Lamborghini? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So these are the, th these are the, th this is what I'm trying to get across. So being brain, body, time, people. And now the last thing on the list, Gene was the big one. Yeah. The money, but you know, but let me ask you something. Why do you put money on the, uh, on the, on the last part of the list? I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, because when you become a better individual and a better person being brain, body, time, people, money, these are other areas of your life that don't cost you a lot to do. It costs you time sitting down and organizing, planning, getting more spiritual, taking in the right information, like watching this, and, uh, watching this and other mentors. I'm not the only person who knows these secrets or not even secrets. The, this is common stuff. It's just laser-like focus on it. Being brain, body, time, managing your people and relationships. What tends to happen is you've now become a magnet and the universe, um, God, you know, there's a reward that comes from being a responsible person. 
And by doing so, the rewards show up in many aspects. But in, in other people's lives, it's like getting in, a deal shows up. Maybe it's a real estate deal. You're networking. You're, you're a realtor. Um, you're an architect. But through your networking, you come across an opportunity. And, and if you weren't, and if you didn't have these positive traits happening in these other areas of your life, this opportunity wouldn't have presented itself, wouldn't be there at this time, and it's showing up now. And you grab the opportunity. And that leads to an incredible financial return. So the reason why I don't put finances first, although that's what everybody wants first, is <clears throat> that's not the goal. The goal in life is to create value <laughs> in your life. Right. And, and the more valuable you become as a person, the more rewarding it is. And those rewards show up in your finances as well as the other areas of your life. Right. Now, you know, again, right off the top of this episode, I was saying that everybody wants to have more balance in their life, but they don't know what to balance or the areas. So you've laid out the areas in, in the wheel of life which is another reason why I highly recommend that you get your daily planner so you can follow along properly. Now, isn't it true, though, that when you study this course and when you apply these principles, if one area of the six is suddenly faltering, it tends to bring down the other one. So here's here's a really great example. And, you know, I know Adam and his wife, are they, they work out, and your wife is in incredible shape. You work out every single morning because, as you said, you treat your body as if it's a million-dollar racehorse. Now, if you didn't do that, and if you stayed, all, uh, stayed out all night long with the wrong people, drinking and smoking, well, you're going to sleep in. You won't want to work out the next day. And, and the chances of you um, being an entrepreneur and earning a living by giving people more value, that'll falter. And, and, and suddenly everything's out of balance. So by applying these principles to each area and checking them daily, is, is that how you keep yourself in balance? Yeah, well... <clears throat> The, the short answer is yes, and the explanation, which is the long answer, is you know when you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like this, this little voice inside your head that says, you know, it doesn't, it, it's not like an alarm that goes off, like a backup alarm, you know, mm -hmm. a big truck is backing up towards you. But there's this little conscious thing, you know, um, that goes off in the back of your head, your subconscious mind, and it tells you, you know, um, it's time to go home. Don't do that. Don't have that last drink. You don't need to do this. You can't afford that. There's these, all these little thoughts that are going off in your head. And what we tend to do, Gene, is um, because the conscious is in control, okay, we tend to override those uh, little warning signs, little things. So like all of us have, have gone through a yellow light or red light driving in our lives. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm bringing that up is you remember that instance of doing it and you're thinking oh yeah that was that warning sign it wasn't just a red sign <laughs> that you went through your subconscious mind also said hey you just ran a red light <laughs> okay right you know it's and you're and listen for thank goodness you made it through nobody got into an accident okay but the chances are against you the odds are against you that if you continue doing running red lights as an example i i would love to put you know a hundred thousand, a million dollars down <laughs> on the odds that you will get into an accident. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Right. Right. Because because you're you're playing the opposite side of the odds, meaning that you're probably going to get into an accident if you keep doing that habit. So, 
the system, when you're, when you're focused on your goals and your dreams and your objectives you want to accomplish in your life for you, your family, the people around you, and your business, can you imagine Jeff Brizos um, at, at uh, Amazon wanting to work with a person who went out all night, slept, did drugs, di didn't make the morning meeting, breakfast meeting, and showed up at like one, two o'clock in the day, and finally you breeze past Jeff's office, and he's like, you know, what would his words be to you, okay? And we don't just have to use him. We could use any president of any country. We could use any person who's aiming, whose personal objective is to make something better. And if you're part of that team and you've let that team down uh, by not showing up, not being there, what have you, there's a consequence for that. A reason why I'm walking you through these as examples, the red light, Jeff Brizos, somebody who's got something to make happen in their life or they're, they're, on, a, they're on a mission, they're on a journey, to make life better, um, they're counting on you just as much as uh, you're counting on them. And just as much as that, you've got to be able to count on yourself. So it's a personal responsibility. Um, that's why personal development is so big. That's why, you know, the 80-20-365 system works so good. In the United States, it's a dollar a day. In Europe, it's a, it's a euro a day uh, for the system. And, and, and what's that, that's a little accountability. Now, here's another way of looking at it. <clears throat> How many times would you step over, you know, dollars or a euro on the ground and not pick it up if they continuously showed up in your life? You'd be like, hang on for a second. You'd be picking up euros and dollars all the time. In fact, I'm not going to use another example here, but when I travel around the world, I find that people, um, I love pennies. Okay, Gene. I know it's not a big amount of money, but the respect level is out of every hundred million, or every 10 million, or every million, out of every hundred dollars or euro, there's one penny, okay, that makes up makes it whole. And a hundred of them would make them whole. And I remember and I use this in some of my talks to make people see the value of what I'm talking about, of what you're talking about uh, on the, in your question. I went to the urinal one day in the airport and I saw uh, seven pennies thrown into the urinal. Now you know, and for those listening, your urinal's urinal. People are obviously, you know, peeing on the pennies, right? Now, I had to wash my hands anyway. And I picked down and I picked up all seven pennies. I know that sounds weird and crazy, but here's my point. They're now in a better home. <laughs> I, I washed off the pennies in the sink with hot water, washed my hands, put the pennies away. And I have a special area here in my office <clears throat> that I collect change from all over the world that people thought, not necessary and, and threw away. That's how important. So I didn't always used to do that. I would step over this before. I'd be like, who want to put their hands in a dirty urinal? But sometimes this is how your attitude, mindset has to, not so much change, but like you said before, grow into understanding that um, those pennies deserve to be in a better place. Now, right. <clears throat> my relationship with those pennies are fantastic. Now, I'm not sleeping with them, okay? The point is they're in a better place uh, and it's a story that I can continue to tell around the world from some of the stuff I've done. What if you had that habit as the listener? If you have that habit, here's what happens. Now you have a respect for money. Now you have a respect for somebody had to fashion, make, put together uh, those pennies, make the molten copper, whatever, roll in and, and actually fashion it, coin them. And now they're in a much, much better place. So I've, I've looked after the relationship of, and it's not that they're, they're alive, living, breathing things, but they are valuable. Right. Okay? They're a penny. And so this is what, I, when you're talking about what you're, the, your question, this is how I look at things. 
when those warning signs go off in your life, this is your consciousness telling you, bing, 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 watch out, you're going down the wrong road. It's, and if you start to listen to this, you can now start to pull it in and start saying, man, you know what? I'm going to get more, uh, I'm going to start listening more to my subconscious thoughts of what's really taking place. And it allows you to grow. And the growing gene is what makes the difference in, your, in the wheel of life. It's, it's how you, it's the actions that you take as you grow, these new habits that you get in your life. That's what makes the biggest change right. in the world. You know, I'm going to give a, another example of when uh, you and I were conducting a seminar in Northern California. And, you know, and we talk about all these areas of your life being in balance. And, and I remember you and I had a, a, Adam and I have had great conversations about this stuff for years. But I remember a great conversation that we had once about spirituality and 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 money and you saw my you saw the screensaver on my computer and you said wow that that's really something and and my screensaver said abundance flows into my life with ease and you said why do you have that there and i said well for years i used to say i'm never going to get out of debt and a mentor like you are to many people and you're being a mentor uh, on this video and on the on these uh, podcasts on itunes and spotify my mentor said well you know what if you keep putting out to the universe that you're never going to get out of debt the universe doesn't discriminate and it's going to keep you in debt so i so so i started saying abundance flows into my life with ease and well you know what i, I mean it, it's not like these things you know happen secretly or or mysteriously i mean i had to work at it but every single day i was looking at this phrase abundance flows into my life with ease abundance flows into my life with ease well guess what that's what i was concentrating on so the balance in the other area on the wheel of life money well that started happening now it wasn't in a urinal uh, but but you know what but but again that's where the balance came in so that's an example of 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 how if one area is out of balance another area is going to be out of balance and it throw you know what it's like it's called the wheel of life it's not called the flat tire of life and that wheel has to be able to flow so now when we think about the wheel of life in the six areas how do we incorporate 80 2365 okay <clears throat> so the 80-20 principle, Pareto uh, discovered that 20% of the people controlled 80% of the wealth. Right. And he also discovered that 80% of the people only had 20% of the wealth. So that means the people that weren't doing so good. So what were those 20% doing that was giving them massive results in their life? And, and, and the answer was, they were being responsible. They had businesses. Uh, they got up early in the morning. Uh, they worked. They networked. They, they conquered their fears. And by doing so, it led them in a great direction. When you're planning and organizing your goals for being brain, body, time, people, and money, there are certain things that you must do every single day to pay it forward into the universe, to continuously pay it forward, continuously pay it forward. And, and that means that, like, you know, uh, the people tab, I'm traveling around the world. I'm, on a, I'm at London Heathrow Airport. And uh, we just had Alexa. Obviously, she wasn't traveling with us. Uh, but I see this mom and this baby and a pram carriage, uh, pushchair, depending on who's watching this from what country. And uh, we're getting off the bus. And there's a gap between the curb 
and where the bus doors open. And right, I already right. know. Yeah. I, I already know she's got a she's in the pushchair. I said, didn't know. And I'm standing there and and and, and uh, she goes to there and she stops because there's nobody to help her pick up the front of the pushchair and have her carry the back and walk over the chasm, walk over this gap. Right. Otherwise, you know. And so I dropped my bags and I said, let me help you. Now, I didn't have to do this, but here's the point. The point is, is that a random act of kindness, the universe notices this stuff. And so does everybody else around because nobody else would get off the bus. So I dropped my bags. Uh, I went and helped this lady um, move her and her, her child across this chasm so they could walk on and, and, and continue their, their journey wherever they were going. He didn't even meet the person. But these random acts of kindness lead to great things in life. So let me give you an idea, okay? Um, I've done this many, many times. I hold open doors for people. Um, I see people in wheelchairs or whatever the case is. And it's not just that. It's just how can I help a fellow man expecting nothing in return, Gene? Okay? It's just the goodness of the heart doing something. The same thing happens in spirituality. Same thing happens in taking a knowledge, sharing this information with you. This is stuff I've learned and, and organized and done since 1999 that we're sharing with you right now. Okay, uh, Being brain body, working out. <clears throat> you talked about this a moment ago. Uh, I didn't work out this morning because of the day of a recording, but for the last six days, I've been at the gym. Okay, uh, And I do this in the morning time because here's what I've learned. Here's what Jessica's learned, and here's how some of our other... Uh, other people have learned going through this. It's easy not to go to the gym. Oh, it's easy to have any kind of a diet. Sure is. But the best time for me is in the morning because, you know, um, before the family is fully awake and we do breakfast and everything else. And I don't start my work day until 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. 10 a.m. We're in. But whatever country I'm in traveling to, I make sure when I get into the hotel, I say, can I have a wake up call, please? What time do you like the wake up call? 7 a.m. And I get up at seven, I've got my workout clothes pretty much ready and I put my stuff on, I go to the gym. Sometimes I literally, I'm so tired, but by the time I get into the gym, and here's the beautiful, here's the lesson of what we're to, what, before your question. I get into the gym and I start on the treadmill and about three or four minutes in, once my body is in action, even though it didn't want to be, okay, even though I'm jet lagged, even though I'm tired, once I'm three or four minutes in, the, the, the heart's pumping, the brain's thinking, I've got my music set on, doing my and now my mind, everything starts to true up. Bing. And it's like it's like tuning it's like tuning a piano, playing a guitar or drums. Once that lines up, then the body forgets you about you being tired because you're in the action steps of actually doing what's required. And you know, you get through your workout, you're awake. Then I do my breakfast, and it's like, okay, the day's on. Who's my first appointment at ten? And it's all planned, and 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 it unfolds. Now, if I if you don't put yourself into these action steps. Okay. You'll end up sleeping. The ten o'clock appointment will come. You're out of bed. You're out of you're, you're out of balance. <laughs> there you go. Bingo. That's the warning signs. These yeah. are the things that I want people to know. Uh, body time. Uh, it's nice when you're if you're running late, right? I mean, sometimes there's accidents. There's these great things that take place in life which which cause you not to be. I've had planes canceled uh, on traveling because of weather and other issues, mechanical issues. And you have to call and say, listen, uh, I'm sorry, uh, unforeseen things have happened and I can't make it. And that's, these, are, these are the important things. You know, people want to know. People need to be communicated to. Uh, people. And then the last thing is money. And getting back to the money side of things again. When you do all this stuff, you start to live your wheel in balance. You're putting out this great energy, okay? You become a nicer person and a better person and you become almost like a magnet 
to the other people that you're attracting. <clears throat> and here's what happens. Everybody thinks opposites attract. And we've talked about this in training before, Gene. Like, you know, there's a negative and a positive, and it comes together to make a battery. That's, that's true if you're a battery, but you're not a battery. You're a human being. And people like to do business with people they like. People like to go on a date with people they like. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, uh, you're such a bad person and a good person can't wait to meet you and go out. That's not how this stuff works. So successful people like to do business with successful people. Yep. And if you want to be successful, you've got to put yourself in this mindset of saying that you need to become a, a better person and have and live life in balance. And there's in the in the time in the time management system, in the planning system, and also inside the website. We have a whole series of questionnaires that walk you through each area of your life. Uh, long-term, 60-month uh, objectives, five-year objectives, as well as 30-day objectives. And what you have to understand is if you're starting out here January 2020 or 21 or 22, whatever, you're st- whatever day you're starting this out on, you have 60 months, 60 small little steps broken down to hit your five-year objective. Now, there's some people, Gene, who who have already been on the life change, uh, life growing world. They get the system, and in 12 months, 15 months, they're they're but they've already started. They already started some of the process in, 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 along the road before they got the system. Okay, and then there's brand new people who are saying, "Okay, listen, <clears throat> I'm just getting out of college." You know, you're 25, 26 years old, and you don't want to go live with your mom and dad. Okay, you're a millennial. You say, "Man, I got to make my life happen." This would be an incredible system for you to get on because here's what's going to happen. <clears throat> By the time you're 30, 31, 32, and you know, if you started out when you're 25, 26, you're going to have some things planned and organized by the time you're 30. And, and you know, I was talking to another gentleman the other day uh, who called in on a three-way call to say, um, you know, how old do you really feel? I turned 50 this year, last year, okay? So <clears throat> how do I really feel? I really feel like I'm 30 years old, Gene, okay? Because... Life begins really at 25 to 30. Like, you know, Jim Rohn, he said his life started to change with, with Earl Shelf being his mentor at, at, at age 25. So for everybody watching, I really don't care how old you are. What I care mostly about is getting on what the system is going to require you to do. And by doing so, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, just starting out, you'll be writing myself or putting a post somewhere saying, and you can go look at our 80, 20, 365 Facebook page, all the incredible, we have like a very, very high rating out of all the people that have gone through the workshops or done the planning or what have you. It's very, very high. It's like 4.9 out of five. So don't go on there and ruin my rating. Okay. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but and I'm not saying that to be, um, to have a, a big ego about it. I'm saying it because I love it when somebody's life has moved in a direction. They've, they've done the 20% thing that they were afraid to do and the payoff happened for them and their life is in a different place. And, and, and it's an absolute, uh, it's, it's a great thing for that to happen to another person. All right. Final question for this episode before we wrap it up for today. Uh, for those who were wise enough to purchase their daily planner and we're talking about the wheel of life, uh, what should people do with the planner right after this video or podcast? Okay, so for the folks watching around the world, in the United States and Canada, we send it out in a box with uh, the four different planners. Um, you know, shipping of the planners around the world is expensive, okay? Um, so in the U.S., we have a flat rate. In Canada, it's easy to do. 
for the people around the world, it's in multiple languages. We have it in nine different languages now. It's a special file that we send to a accredited printer and the, in your local town. It arrives in the language, the printer prints it out. Uh, they have a copyright agreement to sign with us and they print it out and you go down to your local printer and you pick up your, your planning system, okay? Um, but the first thing you do, and that's gonna happen on this uh, next episode is, uh, is making sure that you understand why you're here on this planet, why, you know, uh, what's your purpose being here. And we're going to get into that in the next episode of uh, understanding what you're here to do on this planet, why the purpose, uh, you know, what you're supposed to be doing and have you been doing your purpose or have you been leading somebody else's purpose? And we'll get into that stuff here on the next episode, Gene. Great way to wrap it up. Thanks, Adam. Um, life well planned. Get your daily planner. It's really, really easy. Uh, a dollar a day. Like I said, less expensive than a than the coffee you're probably going to be purchasing right after this video or you listen to the podcast. And you can get yours at Adam's site, along with a lot of other things or CDs. You can also sign up for the various programs as well, which is something that you'll end up doing. Uh, it's uh, 8020365.com and you'll find everything there. And by the way, tell your friends to come to the website or you can, uh, and you know, and here's a great return on investment. You can go to Spotify or Apple iTunes and download these podcasts. They are absolutely free. And that's another part of spirituality, paying things forward. That's what we're doing here. And on my planner, it's uh, helping people be successful around the world. That's part of my purpose. So purpose, this is a really, really interesting one, and we'll deal with it on the next episode. Thanks so much, Adam. Thank and, you, Jim. And thanks, everybody, for watching. This is Life Well Planned, featuring the 8020-365 success system with Adam Vincent Gilmer. Thanks for watching and listening today. I'm Gene Valaitis.